Okay, let's take a look a little more at uh, the environment that you create coaching within a church. Make sure that you maintain about a one to three to a one to five supervision ratio. Now, when I'm using the word supervisor, I'm using it interchangeably with my concept of coach. And perhaps supervisor communicates the wrong thing. I'm not sure what it would say in, in the German context, but in the American context, it sometimes talks about this type of a relationship. I am the supervisor, here is the follower. Does that have the uh, connotation supervisor in German that way? What I have more in mind is, stand up please, I am the coach to come alongside and ask how he's doing. And what is God asking you to do? Oh, to lead all these people, wow. Now, see, there's a problem that comes in the church that we often find that the, the leaders that are put out there uh, do not uh, perform effectively. And I would suggest that the reason there's, there's this lack of effectiveness in the church is because of the coaching function that's missing. Remember uh, uh, yesterday or the day before, I, I talked about the 27 people that were reporting to me? There's a couple of problems that come with that type of ratio. One is what I would call energy depletion. It wears you out to try to relate to that many people. And it also has another problem. The quality of the ministry diminishes as well. For instance, some churches uh, try to start uh, cell groups. Now, to, to, uh, the, in the next few days, I'm going to be elaborating quite extensively about what a cell group is and how it functions, etc. Today, I'd like to address just the notion of the management of the, of the cell groups and why the quality of cell groups sometimes drops as time goes on. I've noticed that in some churches that try to start cell groups is they start pretty well, and then they get a few going, and then... It goes to a certain point, and then it kind of stops, and no more cell groups get started. Uh, how many have noticed that happening in churches? There's kind of a plateau that happens in the cell group development. Let me explain why that happens. One of the primary reasons is this coaching function. Wise churches will start off typically with a leadership cell, and this leadership cell is to raise up some leaders. And out of that, you get two or three cell groups that begin. Now the leaders here are usually your best leaders and you as the pastor give them the most time and energy and attention. And then out of that they'll start some other groups. These leaders here are not quite as good as these. If we call these A leaders, these are B leaders. I, I would not suggest you, you grade your leaders like this. But the reality is the next set of leaders that come out are not quite as good as the first group, and they get less of your time. And then if you get the next group of groups started, what are these leaders? They're C leaders, and they get almost none of your time. So the interesting thing on this is that if you have a diagram that describes the amount of time that you're spending, it goes like this. And simultaneously with that, the quality of the leader is also going down. And when this happens, generally speaking, the number of small groups or the number of cell groups plateaus. 
And the effectiveness of these groups out here are much less than, than you would normally want to see. Now, what happened was is that you went from an initial coaching uh, ratio of 1 to 3, then you went from 1 to 6, and then you went to 1 to 9. The secret to maintaining quality in groups is to reproduce the coaching function at a ratio of about 1 to 3 when you're talking about uh, lay leaders' involvement. And so one of the things I'll talk about later on is how do you raise up that coaching function. But for now, let me just suggest, where do you suppose you would find the coaches? Do you just appoint them into a position? I would suggest that is the weakest way to do it. The effective coaches actually emerge into the position. Because they are effective cell group leaders, they are training up new leaders and sending out new leaders to start new groups. Thus, they already have a relationship and trust of those people, and they'd be more naturally the ones to, to uh, do that kind of ministry. So we want to, to make sure that you have about a 1 to 3 ratio. Now, in, in my book uh, that some of you have seen, uh, More Than Church Growth, uh, I suggest there a, a ratio of about 1 to 5. And if I were rewriting the book, I would uh, make it 1 to 3. I find that for lay leaders, that uh, 1 to 5 is, is usually too great of a, of a care ratio and puts too much stress on the leader, the coach. You'll also notice in that book that the, uh, that role is called a coordinator, I think, is the, the, the role that's used. If I was rewriting the book, I would call them a coach. So I give you permission when you read that book to go ahead and write those changes in. So we want to maintain a 1 to 3 ratio. Es geht also darum, dieses Verhältnis 1 zu 3 zu erhalten. Let me say one other thing about this ratio. I have noticed that most churches and I I'm assuming that the that the churches here in Germany are probably no different than the many many churches I see in North America. Generally speaking, when we put somebody into leadership, we ignore them. And we really don't give them the support and the encouragement and the resources that they need to do their job well. The tendency in the United States is to put a leader out there and assume that they will be self-starting, self-correcting, self-motivating. And because the typical American church has so little contact and interaction with leaders, they have to have a standard of leadership that's way up here. And so because it has to be way up there, you, you have these high standards so that hardly anybody can make it into leadership. And because the standard is so high, very few people make it. Therefore, they are overburdened, overworked, and worn out. And then the people look at those worn-out leaders and say, why would I ever want to become a leader? We have that problem in the United States. Do you have that problem here? The philosophy of leadership I'm talking about is to put the, the, the starting point much lower and to have an intensive and highly relational, supportive process to help the leaders keep growing into their job as they go. So they don't have to have all the answers when they get started. Because there's on-the-job training that's being given. 
There's regular contact and encouragement to listen. How's it going? What problems are you facing? How can I help you? Now, see, you can't provide that kind of personalized care and attention unless you have a, a number of coaches that are raised up in a church. And I would suggest to you that coaching function goes beyond just the pastor and the elders. That we have a, a ratio of about one to three. For yep. every three leaders, there's somebody coming alongside whose sole ministry is to help them be successful and to help them to grow personally.